Folks, welcome into a brand new episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. Soccer is back, and so are the boys. Today, we are joined by producer Burrs. I, myself, am Ty B, and we have a lot to get into with the Bundesliga fully back in action, a a loaded slate of action on Saturday. Burrs, how are you feeling after that? You know what? It just feels great to wake up on a jersey Saturday, turn on FS1, see some live sports. Soccer is back. Bundesliga's back. I don't care. There's no crowds. There's nothing like that. There's just limited people, but we're starting to feel a little bit more normalcy. I'm getting a little bit of extra pep my step, and I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. We're just slowly taking our steps to getting back to, you know, what is normal. And sports are going to be part of that. And part of that is having no fans. You saw in Dortmund, the yellow wall, you know, they're still leading the fans with no fans there at the end of the game after the big four, nothing win in the Riviera Derby over Schalke. What a way to start the Bundesliga right back up a big four, nothing win there with Rafael Guerrero getting the brace burrs thoughts on that game. What, what a game it was, you know, and, and starting off, you see it just the empty stands, it's still it's a new site it's weird um you get to hear the coaches yelling to the players coaching at the same time uh even just you you can hear everybody within the stadium and you know when it's uh it's a new feel it's different like you got a little touch of that in the ufc getting to hear the the guys in each corner coaching away and telling them what to do and help and all that but as back to the game dortmund started off hot started off just just put the pressure on and they never let up and uh, usually you get that Dortmund team that starts off first 25 minutes, half hour, 45, maybe a first half. And then after that, they just, you know, they put the pressure on, then they give the ball away, counterattacks, all this other stuff, and it's back and forth. And it, there was none of that. They put the pressure on, and they never let up. And the final score of 4-0 definitely reflects that. Yeah, you can see ex- absolutely why they're right there in the thick of the title race with Bayern Munich this year. They're not going to be able to just run away with it like they have in years past. And for this Dortmund team to be able to do that and show a little bit more dynamic play, I think, this year is great to see. Um, unfortunately, American fans were unable to see Gio Reyna, who was slated to actually get a start today, um, ended up with a slight injury, it seems, in pregame warm-ups. Uh, the 17-year-old is an absolute delight to watch out there on the field. Um, <laughs> so hopefully he'll be out there soon. But, um, you know, a couple other young Americans got to play. Um, one veteran American who got a good amount of time, John Brooks, for playing for Wolfsburg. They had a big win um, going into Augsburg with a 2-1 win. Um, Augsburg's manager was unable to be with the team because he broke some quarantine rules going out to get some cereal or something like that. Um, that is first, not great. What do you think about that one? Yeah. You cannot do that. And you know what? Um, we've met, I've mentioned this to you before off camera, but my one of the biggest things that I love about the Bundesliga is no matter what two teams are playing, there always seems to be fireworks. There are always these late-game heroics. Um, you're not getting these high games going into the last 15 minutes and having teams probably set up a wall, back it up, let's just take the point and let's get out of here. Not in German soccer. These guys go all out. And today's game in Wolfsburg, Inchek comes out with a 91st-minute game-winning goal. A huge three points for Wolfsburg to get mm-hmm. into the top six. Uh, and, and to keep that pace between Schalke and Freiburg is that's massive for them. Massive. 
Oh, yeah, that's a huge win for Wolfsburg. And the Europa League is, you know, what really makes or breaks some of these teams there in the mid-table. And this year, it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. I think there were six teams going into this week, um, all within six points of that last uh, spot there. So it's going to be an absolute slobber knock. You're going to have teams fighting for every um, position you can. Goal differential might, you know, come into play. So you got to keep these games close. You got to put up as many goals as you can. And, you know, luckily uh, Leipzig isn't in that race this year. They're right up uh, near the top of the title contention. But Freiburg has to, uh, you know, they have to fight. They have to try to get to that sixth spot. And they're able to get a draw going into Leipzig um, into Red Bull Arena. A great game for them. The biggest underdog of the week, able to get a draw, almost squeaked that one out, Burris. What do you think? Oh, and like you said, they almost squeaked it out. Huge underdogs. Uh, They take the lead. Leipzig comes back on later in the game and and ties it up. But uh, VAR, you know, like we always say, uh, it's a rough world and we're living Mm -hmm. in it. It's a little different now, but it's a little exaggerated, but that's a whole other thing. VAR (laughs) takes a goal away from Freeburg. Uh, a possible three points uh, that could have been imagine the extra two points there in the standings, but uh, 93rd minute, another potential late game heroics in the Bundesliga, um, but a goal taken away, which is huge for Leipzig too. I mean, they could have actually yeah. gone out of this game with no points. Instead, they steal one. If you want to call it stealing one in this mm-hmm. scenario, but um, Freiburg, I don't know that that could have been a huge extra two points. Hopefully it doesn't affect them going forward but that's still a huge point for them to take nonetheless playing Leipzig yeah and then you had uh, Dusseldorf Paderborn 0-0 draw not too surprising there two lower teams in the uh, Bundesliga but Berlin getting the 3-0 win over Hoffenheim was a bit surprising that one very surprising seen as a very even matchup 0-0 at halftime too I believe um, yeah. All three after f- the 45th minute there for Berlin, just an onslaught I believe, there. D- did it start off? I think it started off with an own goal for Hoffenheim, right? Yeah. Hoffenheim had an own goal, and then Hertha got two goals after that. So that's not a good way to start either. You know, a great evenly matched game, nil-nil, and you get an own goal. That, that's that's a psyche goal right there. That's that's not good. But Yeah, yep, especially at home and coming off that, you know, extended two-week, or two-month sort of layoff here Um, and, you know, not being around the team, not being able to train properly. Who knows, you know, how much of that has really played into things. But let's move into the Sunday slate, Burrs. You got two games, 9.30, Cologne is hosting Mainz, and then at noon, Union Berlin hosts Bayern Munich. Let's start with that 9.30 game, Cologne. A very interesting team this year, uh, much better than they have been in years past, and you know, they have a real shot to get in the Europa League, and that's something that'll make or break a team that has been, you know, struggling with relegation in the past few seasons. So uh, this is going to be, you know, a real big game for them. Uh, Mines has struggled a bit this season, and Cole was having a real, real good run of things uh, before this uh, suspension of the league came into play. Uh, they won four of mm-hmm. their last six matches. Burrs, you got to lead us into this one a little bit. Um, Talk about what Cologne is going to have to go through with having their mascot not on the sidelines for the first time in about a dozen years while I go grab right. myself another beer. Well, that's it. First off, having no fans in the, in the arena is going to be it's, – it's going to be the new natural now. But not having your I, – I think it's a huge goat, but having your, 
goat mascot not in your arena for the first time in 12 some odd years, that's got to make a, an impact on the team. I think of like Aga in Georgia, the Buffalo in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, they got, uh, there's a, there's, they got a Falcon down to the war Eagle in, in Auburn. They got a yep. lot of different live mascots. Um, that's going to take a, a little of an impact. But with that said, they played pretty good football coming into the uh, quote-unquote break. And um, I think they can keep this going. This is a solid team that the, they want to make this big push to get into the Europa League. Um, lucky if they can get into the Champions League. But for, for some teams, getting into the Europa League or dropping into the Europa League is a disappointment for some. But like for Cologne, like we said, a smaller club with – uh, less success over the years. Getting them into a uh, uh, the top six Europa League, more money, more exposure, better players. That's huge for them. So I like the way they're playing. I like the fire they have, and they got to go in at home with so many things that are different. Pull out these huge three points against Mines. Yeah, I think they do and that, I, and I think that they're going to be able to do it. Uh, that's going to be my first pick of the day is going with Cologne uh, full-time. They're minus 111 in that one. Uh, I think they're going to be able to get it done. Uh, Mines hasn't been able to you know, put up some of the same uh, numbers that they have in the past few seasons because they've lost some of these guys' to transfers because this is what happens when you know, you're right on that precipice of the Europa League. You can't quite get there. You're not getting over the hump. You're going to have to sell some of these players to recoup some of that money that you're not getting the extra dividends for finishing a little higher in the league plus uh, getting into that Europa League spot because that is a huge chunk of television money. We think about that in American sports. Um, it's sort of the same there, but you have to get into those to get that extra money. And then my second pick is going to be in that game as well. I think you got to look right at Jan Cordoba to score anytime. I think there's a ton of great value there at plus 162. He scored in seven straight home matches for Cologne. Um, I think it's sort of like, you know, betting Tom Brady and the Patriots back in the day. Back in the day now. How great is that to say? But oh, um, feels good. You know, it's, it's sort of like you bet it until it ends up losing. Let's stay on this trend. Let's hope it keeps rolling because that trend never stops, hopefully. Don't fix what's not broken. Mm-hmm. And then you got the next game, Bayern Munich, Union Berlin. I've spoken to you. I know you might have a play on this game, but I've spoken to you off camera numerous times about my Bayern Munich uh, debacles over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've almost made myself a promise and uh, told myself I will never bet on Bayern Munich. And I am so far keeping that promise to myself. So I will give a prediction. My prediction will be that this game will be a close game throughout maybe the first hour or so. Because um, Union Berlin, they've been clawing, they've been scratching, they played Bayern Munich really well early in the year. And uh, But I think that Bayern Munich, that superior class, a superior mm-hmm. talent, they're going to f- – it's going to come out. The better talent's going to come out later in the game. Union Berlin's going to get a little tired. The five subs, the new rule, additional two subs from the normal three, that could play an impact. But I don't think you give Union Berlin that much more of an advantage opposed to Bayern Munich. So I think at the end of the game, Bayern pulls away maybe a two-goal victory, but that's part of the debacle of why I don't like them. You think they have the two-goal lead, and then Union Berlin comes in, maybe gets that one, make it a 2-1 game. I don't know. Might have a play on that. I know you've been looking at some props. Yep. You know, both teams to score, certain guys to score. I don't know. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, we're going a little off the board with this one. We're going the over 2.5 and, and both teams to score. Um, like you said, I think that um, Bayern will get this win. 
it's all about whether Union Berlin will score because I think you can guarantee Bayern will get two. Um, you know, it may be another good bet if you're looking. I don't have um, all the player props in front of me, but Robert Lewandowski for the brace, mm-hmm. um, betting him for just one goal probably isn't really worth it um, if you're looking for a little bit of value. But he's been scoring in droves this season. He has 25 goals to lead the Bundesliga. Um, you know, you look at him, uh, Serge Gnabry's been playing great. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, yeah so there's a couple of good could uh, guys if you're looking for player props there but yeah like i said you're pretty much betting on uh just union berlin to score at plus 137 i think that's good value after the way they played each other the first time they were able to keep that one a pretty good even matchup um i think it's going to be similar for most of that game those extra subs should really help them uh and i think that'll you know can't hurt it's there yeah yeah to have those extra fresh legs late in the match um, against one of the best teams in the entire world. <laughs> I don't think that could ever hurt. It can't hurt, definitely, not at all. But I, I, like I said, like today, I had a great luck with Machin Gladbach, you know, the, the, those props uh, scoring over half a goal in the first half. Oh, yeah. 43 seconds, I cashed that. Flip side of it, I could see me coming in saying, I want Bayern Munich minus one and a half. And, you know, they're up 1-0 the whole game. Then they get that second goal in the 80th minute, 85th minute. I'm sitting happy. Bayern's up two, and then Union comes in with a 92nd minute, gets that goal, that backdoor plus one and a half goal. And that's where I'm sitting here. I'm like, today I might great win, but tomorrow the Bayern Munich curse would come in and bite me. But I'm not going to fall for it. Not so fast. Not so fast. But isn't, isn't that one of, the, one of the things we've all been missing, that extra little thrill? Oh, oh, I'm so I glad love it. that it's back. But you, learn, you have to learn from history or else you're deemed to repeat it. And I am going to learn. I am going <laughs> to learn. Bayern Munich. Not so fast. Not the Bavarians. Well, we're glad to see you're learning, Burrs. Hopefully everyone else is too. Hopefully you're able to use some of these picks and let's get that free money. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's table tennis out in whatever country. I don't even know where Tristan's back. He's been doing some crazy drone stuff. Drone racing, Madden whatever Sims, the hell it is. Or the Bundesliga. The chase for free money never stops. Good night now. <laughs>